0: Once there was a Yid, in an old Russian town, and his name was Mutl. Mottl the Goldgräber. The Goldgräber the means the one who digs gold, but that wasn't his job. He didn't dig gold. He would dig sand and some other material to go sell it to people. This Mottl was pretty poor. <coughs> He would dig a little sand and some other things in the ground to sell to people who would build buildings. And they would pay him a little bit of money. He would work very hard. And he didn't get so much Parnassah. Just barely enough to buy food and clothes for his family. Now, Muttles' children were getting older and it was time for them to get married. And especially his older daughter it was time for her to get married. But if you ever if you know, when it comes to make a chasna, it costs a lot of money. And he didn't have money to make a khasna. He's thinking, How am I gonna make a chasna? And who would want to marry my daughter? I'm so poor. I don't look like such an impressive, fancy people person, everyone's gonna run after me. So, who's around? I, I want a yeshiva bacher to learn staira, but, you know, usually, first, first I have like to pay for the chasna, and usually you pay the bacher, give him money so he can learn taita more, but I don't have anything. The days were going on and on, and Matl kept on digging, and his wife, the mommy, was bothering him, you know, what are we going to do? We need to make a chasna. One day, Matl got a present, from Shemayim, from heaven, and from under the ground. At the same time, from up above and down below. He was in the middle of digging. These sand and different things in the in the dirt. And he dug up something that looked like a piece of glass. He was about to take and throw it away. I don't need this glass. I need my sand to sell it. But for some reason, this piece of glass, it looked a little interesting. It looked nice. You know what? Let me put it in my pocket and, and 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 see what it is. He kept this piece of glass in his pocket for a few days until he finally went to the big diamond store. There was only one diamond store in the whole town, and he asked him, "Look at this is this worth anything?" So the diamond dealer took his special microscopes his different tools and started looking at all different size and he's He's touching it, and Muttle's watching, like, what's happening here? Finally, this diamond dealer tells him, you know what this is? This is a precious diamond worth a treasure. And Muttle almost collapsed when he heard that. He was such a poor person. All of a sudden, he got a treasure, like, out of nowhere? So he was kind of shocked, and he asked this diamond dealer how much money is it worth? So the diamond dealer told him, you know how much it's worth? I don't even have enough money to pay how much it's worth. It's worth a huge amount of money. All the money I have, is worth a lot more than that. My advice for you is go to London. I have a cousin there who deals with all big, big diamonds. A very, very rich diamond dealer. You can sell it to him He'll give you a big amount of money. You're rich. So Muttle said, but to go to London, that's very far. And it must cost a lot of money to get there. I don't have any money to get there. So the diamond dealer told him, don't worry. I'll lend you money to buy you the ticket, the, the boat ticket, to go on a boat, to buy nice clothes. Everything you need to get there. You'll bring the diamond to my cousin. He'll give you a lot of money for it. And then, with all that money, you can buy more diamonds and we'll do business together. Well, it'll be good. And you're a rich person. And, anyways, you know, if you're rich, hmm. You know, maybe, um. Maybe someone wants to marry your daughter. Maybe my son. He was already getting excited that Muttle now is a very rich man. So Muttle's like rubbing his eyes, like, couldn't believe what just happened to him. In a minute, like that. He became a rich person. And now he's saying, Oh, maybe people want to marry you and your family. So, Muttle went towards where the boats are. And he got his ticket. He went on the boat. And he wasn't really used to holding so much money. So, he didn't really know what to do with it. And in a short time, all the money like disappeared. Mm-hmm. But he said, Wait a minute, buddy. Have the diamonds. You know what? He went over to the captain... And said, um, I don't have the money right now to pay for everything. But I have a very expensive diamond I'm going to sell and make money. So you could let me stay on the boat and I'll pay you afterwards. And he showed the captain the diamond. The diamond looked, the captain looked at it and said, for sure. You? You can stay in the best place. Don't worry, I'll trust you'll pay me. He saw what kind of diamond he had and said, for sure. I'll let you stay in the best place. And the captain made his own helper Help out this person. Treat him very, very nicely. Because he saw he's rich. He wants him to like him. So now they were traveling in a boat. And back then, it took a while. It took a while to travel. The whole time he was on the boat, he was feeling so good about himself. I'm rich now because this little piece of glass. Now I'm a rich person. Everything's going to be wonderful because this little piece of glass that I found. He would play with it. He would hold it up in the light and look at it. He would smile. When he would eat, he put it in front of it. But he started... He got this present from Hashem. And he started thinking too much about this stone, this diamond. So one day, he had the diamond in front of him. He was eating his nice meal in the boat. And the helper came in to clean up. And he took the whole tablecloth with the food and the crumbs... And in the boat, as a garbage, there's a hole. You open it up, you dump things in, and it goes down in this hole and drops into the ocean. So he took the tablecloth and started shaking everything in. And in that hole went all the crumbs, the garbage, and the diamonds. Also went in that hole and disappeared in the ocean. So Muttle realized. What just happened? He just lost his diamond in there in a second. He got it very quick and lost it very quick. So he was in the middle of benching and somehow he managed to control himself and he continued benching and then he put his head between his hands and he said, you know what? Hashem gave me a present and Hashem took it away. You know, the Abishu should be benched. He blessed Hashem. He felt so bad. You know, he just lost his whole treasure But he's thinking, and he's, you know what, I'm not going to tell the captain that I just lost it. Because if the captain realizes I have no money anymore, who knows what he's going to do to me. He's going to be upset at me, I don't know what he's going to do. So it looked very bad for him, now he has no money. And he doesn't even have the money to pay for his boat ride and to get back. But he said, you know what, I should trust in Hashem. Hashem gave me a present and took it away. Hashem could help me again. So all the sad thoughts in his mind he had, he's pushing it away, as if nothing happened. And pretend, just be happy, everything's fine, like he still has his diamond. And the captain also saw him, and also it smiled to him, oh, this rich man, ooh, yeah, we're good friends, smiled to him. One day, the captain saw this muttle, and he said, come, let's take a walk on the boat. Started walking. And he told muttle, you know, if everything goes fine on the boat, we should be in London in like three days, or a little less even. I need to tell you something very important. Come, I need to discuss something very important with you. They came in the captain's private room, where no one could listen, and the captain said, listen, I need a favor from you, which is going to help you a lot. You'll, you'll like this doing this favor. In the boat, I am carrying a lot of very expensive things. And I'm also carrying some things which belong to the king. So, when we come to London, if gonna, they always inspect the boat, see what's there. If they see that all these fancy things belong to me, they're going to take it away from me. He didn't say why. Why? Maybe like he did some tricks, the king wasn't so happy with what he did or he did something wrong. But he wasn't allowed, according to the rules of the country, to have all these expensive things. So the king's going to take it away if they know it's mine. So therefore, let's pretend that all these fancy things in the boat, expensive things, they all belong to you and it wasn't mine, I'm just the captain, this is all yours, you're a businessman. You'll sell it, and then you'll give me back the money, but I'll let you keep part of the money because you helped me. But first of all, you need to keep it totally secret. You cannot tell any of the soldiers that were doing a trick, or else I'm in trouble and I'll get you back in trouble also. And you make sure not to run away with my money, or else I'm going to find you and get you in trouble or do something to you. You better give that. You're going to be honest to give him back the money. And if you do it, besides for giving you 10% of the money, I'll also make your whole ride in the boat for free. He was trying to convince Muttel to do it because he wasn't allowed to. use uh, some kind of trick. Okay. So Muttel said, Okay. Let me do it. I have no money. If I do this, I'm going to get 10% of this huge amount of money. Fine. So then, the captain, he, on all the papers that said who all these things belonged to, he started changing the papers, and made it look like it all belonged to Muttle. So inside himself, Muttle's thinking, you know, at first I was so sad, and then I said, no, I trust that Hashem, Hashem will help me, and look, now, I'm getting back money. So, things are looking better again. They came to the dry land, and they made up the captain with this muttle In two weeks, I'll meet you by the store of this diamond dealer. You have a diamond, I know. I'll go to the diamond dealer's store and we'll talk over there. you will give me back most of the money. Besides for part, I'll let you keep. Fine. So Muttel went to the diamond dealer and he didn't have his diamond, but he said, Come, help me sell all these expensive things that the captain had. They sold it. They got a lot of money. And then he was waiting for the captain to come and take most of the money, leave him part. They came two weeks later. And the captain did not show up. Maybe he made a mistake. Okay, I'll wait here another day. Wait another day. Another day. Captain didn't come. Why did the captain not come? He's supposed to come get his money. So Muttle went by the where the boats were by the water and started asking. Do you know what happened to this and this captain? So people said, "Oh, that guy, heh, that nasty guy, heh, he got something." Ooh, you know what happened to him? He's not around anymore. I said, "Why not? Why? What happened?" Huh? When he got to London, he went and started drinking at shaker, and he started fighting. This captain started fighting with someone, and he ended up getting himself killed in the fight. And people started saying more stories out of him. You know what kind of other bad things that guy would do? But Muttles didn't care anymore. He just walked away. And, but wait, before he walked away, he heard people saying, by the way, he doesn't even have any kids. doesn't have any family. So if this captain doesn't have any family, usually when someone dies, their stuff goes to their children. But he didn't have any family, so no one, there's no one to take it, except for me. I'm supposed to keep it. So now, from all these expensive things that he sold, he was more rich than if he would have had a diamond. So he went back to the diamond dealer in London, and he told him what happened, and Matu was shaking his head and said, I don't get it. I don't get it. So the diamond dealer said, "What, What don't you get? Well, first Hashem gave me a diamond out of nowhere. It would have made me very rich. Then Hashem took it away. Like that. Then, Hashem gave me another big riches. So the diamond deal in London, who was also a smart person, learned Torah, said, I'll tell you. Listen, you can't really know why Hashem does things, but maybe in your case I could kind of explain it. When you got the diamonds, Hashem gave you a free present. If you didn't do anything for it. Hashem gave you a present. Now you can take care of your family, everything. But then, when you got the diamond, you started Trusting the diamond too much. This piece of glass. Instead of Hashem. You said, oh, now I'm fine. Because this piece of glass, everything's going to be wonderful for me. So, you're forgetting Hashem's giving it to you. So you lost it. Once you were still happy anyways. And trusting Hashem. Hashem sent you another riches, even bigger. Which this one, you deserved. Because you had a very strong trust in Hashem. And this one, Bez Hashem, you'll keep... As long as you keep strong, you're betachet in Hashem.